Nearly all the general questions of life this world has to ask are answered on this website. I know that sounds arrogant and facetious, but if you consider that the world's questions are relatively few, just asked in sundry ways, it will make more sense. The Word of God found in the majority text just simply has all the answers, and they are the answers. Since the beginning of time, Satan has harnessed the world's best carnal minds to attempt to refute the answers found in the Word of God. They have failed time after miserable time. At God said, man said, we assert that the Holy Scriptures are true and righteous altogether. Challengers are encouraged to put forth their strong reasons, but there's not a strong man among them. The Word of God is the answer. The following email came from TM concerning a particular radio station on which we're presently advertising. For your information, God said, man said, purchases airspace all over America and just recently launched an advertising effort in Australia. One of Australia's most popular shock jocks, who is networked across the continent, including New Zealand, interviewed God Said Man Said on the air. If you would like to listen to the interview, click on the Sydney Australia Radio interview. TM's message is as follows. I love your website. The concept of bringing God's truth to the world is what God intended for Jesus and his disciples. However, I have a deep problem with the means we use to accomplish our goals. Recently, you began advertising Clear Channel Radio, AM 570 WKBN in Boardman, Ohio. I would hope, if we're going to be good stewards of God's Word, and the intent of your website is to be a good steward, then you should not support Satan. Having listened to and talked with the DJs at WKBN Radio, I found they are of the world and far from being believers. As Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 44, and uh, this is a quote out of the NIV. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks in his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. I believe the purpose of your website is to spread the truth, but to do so on a station that is clearly owned by Satan. Why? Isn't it in itself hypocritical? Dear TM, an Australian Christian organization asked us what our intentions were for Australia. We told them we were just fishing. God said, man said, fish is for souls, and to fish, you have to go where the fish are. In the summer of 2004, we became a serious point of conversation on the Howard Stern Show. Mr. Stern was discussing the kind of advertisers that were airing on his show. It was reported to us that Stern physically clicked onto this website and reviewed ten God said, man said subjects, actually agreeing with seven of them. This website did not purchase syndicated space on the Howard Stern Show, but we did advertise on a Dallas, Texas station that carried Mr. Stern's program. We required part of our mix to be aired during his show. His audience was vastly larger than the rest of the day's programming. Remember, we are fishing, and sometimes we go to the very gates of hell. We appreciated Mr. Stern's attention. Many souls turned into God said, man said, a result of his attention were powerfully affected by the word of God. It is our prayer that God would reveal the beauty of salvation unto Howard Stern, that he would take stock of his life and turn his heart to Jesus Christ, the King of the Jews. Another example of soul fishing radio style is the following email among many that came as a result of the interview with the Australian shock jock mentioned earlier. This is the word that came on the, on the message. God bless you more and more. You freed my heart. For the first time last night, I was listening to Stan's program on Radio TUE. 
I heard him speak with the brother who did the commercial. I loved him because he was speaking about the Lord Jesus. I went to the website. I read and listened. I filled my heart with God's word. I am very happy now that I found you. I became Jesus' daughter now. He called me from darkness and saved me and freed me from this evil prison. He gave me eternal life, peace, and happiness. I was born Muslim, and I'm 40 years old. I see him. Many times he did miracles, miracles with me. He turned me to his light and my four children. Glory, glory to his name. I am telling everyone his Holy Spirit is with me. Hallelujah. If you listen to the interview in Australia, you'll hear the radio host questioning the worth of advertising God said man said on the airwaves, if he only knew. Keep in mind that one blood-bought soul is worth more than the aggregate wealth of all the earth and even the universe. TM, you are probably unaware that a radio station's worth in regard to the advertising rates it is able to command is established by its audience. As a part of that audience... You are enriching that radio station. That same principle works for television and the movie theater as well. Consider this, TM. When you frequent the supermarket, you are enriching an establishment that prospers by the sale of cigarettes, alcoholic beverages, lewd magazines, horoscopes, etc. When you read a magazine or newspaper, you are enriching a publication that thrives because of many untoward thoughts and the promotion of much unrighteousness. You drive a vehicle purchased from a particular manufacturer who uses much of its profits to underwrite a myriad of evils, from the sponsorship of Lord programming on TV and radio to the support of wicked organizations and more. TM, using your yardstick, it appears that your actions are hypocritical. But I realize that you make those comments because you have not thoroughly thought this out. In most of the above examples, 1 Corinthians 5, 9-11 through 11 applies. I wrote unto you in an epistle, not to a company with fornicators, yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous, or extortioners, or with idolaters, for then must ye needs go out of the world. But now I have written unto you not to keep company of any man that is called a brother, be a fornicator, or covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, with such an one know not to eat. We are required to be in the world, but not of the world. Finally, TM, your scripture verse in the email we received was from the NIV. When you get a moment, please click on to the following messages on this website and send us your response. May the face of the Lord shine upon you and your house with light and truth. The following email was sent by Dan. I have a question. When I first accepted Christ, the urge to smoke was completely taken away. I have since returned to that nasty habit and was wondering if I have the right to ask Christ to free me from smoking again. Is that crucifying Christ again for a sin he forgave years earlier? Thank you. Dear Brother Dan, smoking is an addictive bondage from which the Lord delivered you in the past and he certainly can do it again. This problem is definitely not the concept recorded in Hebrews 6 that refers to crucifying the Son of God afresh. 1 John chapter 2, verses 1 and 2 is more appropriate. My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Then Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 and 2, Brethren, if any man be overtaken in a fault... Ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, 
lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Smoking damages the body, which is the temple of God. It should not be done. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Smoking is not the only culprit, of course. Once a habit or deed is known to defile your body, you should turn from it. Physical culprits that defile the body follow the full gamut from drugs and alcohol to additives, certain foods, and gluttony. The passage from 1 Corinthians cited above, of course, refers to spiritual and physical defilement. Brother Dan, may God's face shine upon you, your house, and all you put your hand to. The following email was sent to God Said Man Said from Amanda. Thank you so much for this wonderful website. I have had so many questions about the Bible as I don't understand a lot of what I read, but now many of them are answered. I just said the sinner's prayer. Although I grew up in church and have been saved before, I have backslid. I now know I am once again in the Lamb's Book of Life, and it is a wonderful feeling. If this email reaches someone who can answer this question, I would love to know the answer. Will God ever stop forgiving us? If we keep messing up, if bad things enter our mind, for me a curse word will flash through my brain or I will think badly of people, will we be judged for that? I don't try to think these things, they just happen. Once again, I appreciate your hard work on this website. Dear Sister Amanda, welcome home. It's so good to have you back. Much of your question is answered above in our response to Brother Dan. The notion of thoughts or curse words or bad feelings about an individual is another issue. Just as on the physical plane we cannot create or destroy matter, it must be known that on spiritual plane we also cannot create or destroy, but we do participate in this arena. Any thought that might jump between your ears has been offered up to billions before you. The thought or inclination is not new, nor is it yours. Thoughts are either sourced in Christ or Satan. It is important to remember that you are not the creator of good and evil thoughts. But when you entertain the thought, you become a participant. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. A believer in Christ Jesus has the power over and must control the ground between his ears. It's helpful to think of your mind as a single-barrel shotgun with the thought being the shell. You can change the shell, the thought, at will. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 demonstrates this principle. It reads, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Fix your mind on good thoughts and simply reject the evil ones. You will surely succeed. May the face of our God shine upon you and all you do. The following question was sent from Brother D.P. I have asked Jesus to come into my life and lead me through life, but I don't feel any different. How do you know? Glorious and eternal congratulations, D.P. Welcome to the commonwealth of Israel. Welcome to the family of God. 
DP, feelings are not an indicator to certify, certify excuse me, our salvation, although sooner or later they will come. The Apostle Paul and Brother Silas said to the jailer in Acts 16.31, And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. Believe is the key word. You have believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ. The following passage, Romans 10.6-9 reads, But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise, Say not in thine heart, Who shall ascend into heaven? that is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. DP, tell someone that you've repented of your sins and have given your heart to Christ. Satan's chains on you will break. You must begin this process by confessing this to yourself. DP, follow me in the following confession. Repeat after me, then tell it to someone else. Ready? I am born again. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. All my sins have been washed away by his blood. I am a new creature. I am a child of God. The word of God records the following in Romans eight fifteen and 16. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. DP, it's not feelings. Purchase a King James Version of the Bible and read it daily. Seek a church that follows the whole word of God and attend several times a week. Be sure to follow Jesus Christ in water baptism by immersion. Also click on the Holy Ghost Part 1 and follow this five-part series. Press in and you surely will not fail. May the face of the Lord lighten your darkness. Psalms 18:28. For thou wilt light my candle, the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness.